what a feeling indeed. We have uh, some some new gaming content. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty special day, eh, David? I think that's what everyone was kind of feeling before the uh, Xbox Insiders game reveal, but not so much afterwards. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> did they feel slightly horrific from the tone of the games that were uh, revealed? Or did they feel slightly horrific by the fact that it was announced shortly before that it was all third party and all the games they showed were rather um, underwhelming? Well, I wouldn't necessarily say they were all underwhelming, but I I think the expectations, they built it up to be much bigger than what it ended up being. Yeah, like I was pretty hyped on Monday and then Wednesday I learned some stuff and I was no longer as hyped. But uh, with that being said, we want to welcome you guys to Scene On Screen Podcast. Today we are going over the inside Xbox um, presentation that happened um, in the last few days. Um, We've taken a few days to kind of digest and really contemplate how we felt about some of the titles. And of course, David and I will be bringing our not-so-patented, but patented, um, buy it or pre-order it, buy it eventually, and bargain bin rating system. Now <laughs> you butchered that. Okay, you like correct. A, it was like a release date. Yeah, pre-order. Pre-order release date. Yeah. Wait for the reviews. Or bar. We got a. I don't even remember anymore. I know there was a bargain bin. Pre-order. There's at least three titles on this list that I might consider bargain binning. Yeah. Yeah, I you're right. That's... It's pre-order, wait for reviews, or bargain bin. Yeah. I, I think um, the problem right now is that everyone is just, like, looking and and trying to get more info on upcoming games. So Microsoft really hyped this up. And, okay, like, not to say that it wasn't good in some ways, because we did get to see some cool stuff. Uh, but it was not what we were expecting and i don't think it's really what i don't know if like the message that they were portraying was lost in translation or if someone just forgot to say that it was all third-party stuff right uh which is a good thing sony hasn't really done anything because they've had a a terrible few weeks so if they were to do something like that i think the internet would be like way more upset than they are now with microsoft but do you think sony just like took that in, watched the presentation, and was like, thank God they bought us some time. Um, you know, I, I, I think right now Sony's probably scrambling. You know, like, they've been fairly quiet over the last few weeks. Uh, ever since their X, or the PS5 developer conference kind of review thing, or reveal, which everyone thought it was going to be hype, but then it ended up just being some some guy talking in front of a green screen talking about like hardware specs that nobody really cared about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I I didn't even I, I totally forgot about the uh, Xbox game reveal stuff. I actually woke up and then it was like, well, didn't started, you jump in as like soon as I like minutes. sent you that message? I, I like woke up. I saw a post online saying like, oh it's oh it was like on Facebook or whatever that was starting like five minutes. I'm like, oh shit. So. I, Before we get into the the nuts and bolts of everything we kind of saw, the the word gameplay was a very sensitive subject to the community over the last few days because Xbox 
made it very clear, and they even titled their their video "First Look at Xbox Series X Gameplay." Out of a thirty-minute presentation, we might—and I'm generously saying we might—we might have seen maybe four minutes of gameplay total, if that. A lot of it was very stylized video, mm-hmm. lots of very like good and dramatic cutscenes, but it just didn't have that um, that crispy pop. Like, uh, like you could tell the game wasn't being played because like the HUDs weren't there. It, it was very, it was very cinematic, and like some of the stuff we did see was very beautiful. But what we'll also explore going through each of these games is the difference between what we could have perceived as Xbox Series X gameplay or footage versus smart delivery footage, which is widely perceived as you're seeing the Xbox One X footage because it's available. And smart delivery, as you guys know, uh, means that they can be bought on Xbox One, but will be allowed to use, or you'll be able to freely upgrade to your Xbox Series One X, or Series X console, whichever one you choose. Yeah, but the the upgrade is going to not, it's not going to be the same it's same game, but updated assets and everything, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The the big thing with smart delivery is essentially, you buy one, you get two. It's kind of what like Sony did uh, at the launch of the PS4, but the difference is that this is a free upgrade. So I don't know if you if you remember this when the PS4 came out. That was right around the time that um, Call of Duty Ghosts. Um, it was that Battlefield, Battlefield four? 3 or 4, yeah. Yeah, Battlefield 4. Call of Duty Ghost, Battlefield 4, and Assassin's Creed. Was it the Black four, Flag or something? 4, I think, yeah. yeah. And Sony had a thing where you could pay $10 to get a digital copy of the game on PS4, but you would use your PS3 disc as kind of like the... It, it essentially is if you bought the, the PS4 version, you need the disc in there. So, but you need to put the PS3 disc. So, same idea, except what Microsoft is doing with their smart delivery, which is a, uh, which is an interesting name because uh, it kind of backtracks on something else that they had tried to implement that I'm not sure many games have taken place on. But um, they, they are, Sony was the first ones to do that, right at the cusp of uh, trying to get people to implement or upgrade to their system like to the their new system whereas with it being free uh i think microsoft has a good good chance of getting people to just kind of upgrade to the series x um but do you remember when this was a few years ago they announced um what was it called where it would just you could just download certain languages or certain um certain parts of the game Xbox because like certain games were like massive because you would download all the language packs all the everything right yeah Uh, and then they they changed it so that uh, you would be able to only download language packs that you need or like certain parts of the game like the first first chunk of the game and I know like certain certain games like they'll have the ready to start and then ready to play and so um, but I think the smart delivery is kind of a a strange name for that because it makes it sound more like it's it's that original idea of only downloading parts of the game that you need like language packs or or whatnot 
Yeah, I believe it was called Xbox or uh, Fast Start. Something like that, yeah. They should have called this like Xbox Series X. Um, Delivery. Like X gonna give up, it to you. Upgrade program. I don't um, know. Anyways. Like, when Sony did it too, didn't they also take advantage of like the Grand Theft Auto player base and uh, I believe The Last of Us and there was one other game. I don't think The Last of Us because at that time it wasn't on PS4 yet. Yeah, no, but they offered a cheaper upgrade if you own the software digitally. I'm not sure. Uh, I know, like, I had paid to upgrade Call of Duty Ghosts and Battlefront. Do you regret losing that $10 on one of the worst Call of Duty games ever? Uh, yeah, and actually now I, I'm just holding on to that disc because there's... there's you can't no trade... Yeah, it has no like, trade value, but it it's no also a value. lesson. It has no trade value, and it's not like I can play the game on my system without it if I ever want to. But why would you want to? It's an ass game. I don't know. Like it's just I, one of those things. It's widely regarded as, I think, one of the worst, if not the worst, Call of Duty. Yeah, and I think that one, because it came out right between generations, it was somewhat rushed. And But the, the, the shitty thing about Sony's program was that it was only a limited time. I think that it was like three or four months after the release of the PS4 was when the upgrade program ended. And I know, like, there's a lot of people that, you know, w- wait to buy the new consoles until there's a, a solid library of games or a bundle or whatnot, right? Yeah. So that kind of, like, forced people to just, like, I think I upgraded just, I didn't even have my PS4 at the time. And I was like, well, I might as well just do this because then I at least have this game. Wow. We actually got three of the five games that were supported in this program. I just looked up the program really quickly to see. Um, it was all digital. And Do you want to take a stab at the other two games that were included in that group? It wasn't Grand Theft Auto. It was a sports game, wasn't it? Yep, there was a sports game, and there was uh, uh, NBA. NBA 2K8-14. Yep. And then the final one was a game that was, um, we'll call it lukewarm received people really there was a fan base that really enjoyed it then a sequel came out that nobody played oh plants vs zombies no um also i was gonna say no this is a ubisoft title but don't they have their hands in that one as well no uh the plants vs zombies like garden warfare those were ea just ea um oh what was that one uh that one with dogs in it no yeah <laughs> i'm having a huge brain fart oh watch dogs nice yeah. you got it you got it <laughs> yeah that was uh and and actually i'm, I'm gonna bring up watch dogs uh later when we discuss some of these xbox games because uh as ubisoft has become the uh the master of their uh reveal videos where the final game content does not reflect at all what they show and Watch Dogs is a prime example of that. Watch Dogs still upsets me. <laughs> I, that that might be one game that I never completed. Uh, it's one of the many games I've never completed. Like I just like I had no interest in completing. The, the it driving whatsoever. mechanics is just terrible. It's an interesting concept, but then the the driving just kills it for me. 
And I can play games with bad driving mechanics, but that one was just uh, bad. When you have to do like a a mission that's like r driving away from people and it's like a story mission so you have to do it and it takes forever because you keep failing because it's like you the driving mechanics are just so bad either you run into stuff or you get caught or whatnot it's, it was just rough all right so big man you ready to do this you ready to hit game number one yeah lay it on me um first off microsoft showed bright memory infinity or infinite depending on what way they said it because they said it both ways in their after show I'm pretty sure it's infinite, right? Yeah, it should be infinite, but the developer said infinite twice, or one of the people that was talking about it. So, um, kind of looked cool. Looked very um, kind of. Sorry, I'm trying to think of the word that would describe that game. It was like a hybrid FPS with a little bit of uh, like futuristic combat, but I really liked how he was like shooting the gladiator and then pulled out a sword. Yeah, it it was like a weird like hybrid between some fantasy type stuff with futuristic shooting um the game play now the it's great that we're starting with this one because i feel like this is very gonna this is the ubisoft uh revealed trailer because this game looks like leaps and bounds better than what really anything that we've seen in a little while um everything looks very refined and the crazy thing is that this game was made by like what one person or like yeah. a very small crew. Um, so how much of this is like pre-rendered? How much of this is actually like gameplay? It's hard to say. Um, and You're definitely seeing a cutscene, I believe. And it looks, it it looks the, the one thing that came to my mind when I was watching this that it looked too busy. Like, it looked almost as if too much was going on to really kind of focus on what was going on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, when a game has so much stuff thrown at you, it kind of takes away from enjoying the game because then it just turns into a big rush uh, to get through the level. Um, so, when it comes to this game, the one thing I really... Like I was looking forward to seeing it because of news that it made. So I don't know if you recall last year, um, like this this game was originally shown off a little bit in 2017, but it wasn't like it was. Uh, I want to say it was at like a PAX. It didn't make like an E3 jump or anything. It was made by the one developer, um, Zeng. I can't pronounce his last name even if I wanted to. But uh, it's developed by one person by FYQD Studios, and it uses Unreal, which is cool. Um, but the thing that really intrigued me about this game was how they were going to bounce back from the controversy. In 2019, it came out that the or that Zhang admitted that he used assets from other games to kind of model his stuff. Um, and as the game started selling, or interest to the game started selling, he was hiring an art designer to uh, and like to acquire some of the rights to the original designs. Like when I first saw those weapons it reminded me kind of like an XCOM and uh uh we talk about this game all the time and I always forget what it's called um it was a PS4 launch title following something uh it was just it's like a really bad gun game I like I always 
it always like blanks kill zone it kind of like the guns kind of look like kill zone to me and actually that's what i thought like it looks a lot like kill zone uh apparently did you know that bright memory is uh a separate game like bright memory by itself came out on uh when did this release march 25th on pc there you go it's 1150 might uh, be worth the eleven fifty then. Maybe it looks completely different, right? Which is which is kind of funny. So like they, this person's clearly got to be reworking this game to be on a on on a uh, kind of updated game engine or you know use better assets, but because it looks completely different. There is a HUD in this game, um, but it has very positive reviews. So I, I still find it hard to believe that one person has made this game in his quote-unquote spare time yeah you, you you don't make a game like this in your spare time um where where do you rank this this title i don't know i would it's hard to say because i feel like it could be a, a good launch title um if it does in fact look like the the game like the video that they showed i could see this being a very good game to kind of show off that potential capabilities of the series x um but at the same time it might be uh, a very short game which might not be worth the initial price i would uh i I, this one i would definitely wait for reviews yeah i'm between that and bargain based on the fact that like i look at this game and it looks like a game that you would see for like 29.99 like it just never really sold at the high price yeah um, it is also next generation exclusive. It doesn't look like it's going to be on the Xbox One. It's just going to be on Series X. Yeah, I yeah I would wait either for oh it's on mobile as well. <laughs> the more you know, I guess, right? Um, for dollar forty nine. Next up, <laughs> how did one person make this for PC, mobile? Yeah, something's not right here, people. Something's not right. We shall see. Uh, next up, we're going to an old classic. Uh, in the fifth iteration of the game, we're looking at Dirt 5. When I saw the trailer, I had to remind myself that Forza is a first-party title, and I was not seeing Forza, but they don't tell you it's Dirt right away. So I'm like, oh my god, is this a Forza game? Wait a second, that's first-party. The, the notice on the screen says, Captured in-engine, game and console development footage are representative... Or, sorry. Uh, represented in expected Xbox Series X gameplay. It's very hard to see. It's very grainy. But this looks like it's all Series X. Or that's what they're trying to show off. Um, it's smart delivery enabled, so it's going to be available on both consoles. As well as PS4 and 5, I'd assume. What are your initial thoughts? Uh, it's another racing game. Yeah, to me, when it comes to racing games, like I like my core Forza games. I like Forza in itself, and then the Horizons games. And this, I thought it was Horizons based off the fact that there was fireworks and a music festival. I'm like, that's pretty much the last two games I've played <laughs> in full. It does yeah. look really nice, though. Yeah, but, but it'll be interesting to see, you know... 
and the thing is, is people have to remember that games that come out at the launch of a new console, they're not going to be pushing the consoles to their limits. They're not going to be taking full advantage of the hardware, and a lot of developers are still like a lot of the stuff is going to be ported from stuff that they were working on for previous generation, right? Or they're still learning. So I think this game honestly would look the exact same on the Xbox One X um, or the PS4. Maybe the difference is that the Series X or the PS5 will be able to run it at like a, a solid 60 frames per second. But other than that, graphics-wise, I think the game's going to look the exact same. Yeah, the, the big thing for me was... The, I've seen this trailer before. I, I literally have. Like you see, if you go back to the last Forza Horizons game every as an example, at, every racing trailer is the same though. But like I mean, f- not not frame by frame, but as soon as like it crossed their seasons, they did exactly what Microsoft did with. Uh, isn't that Take Take Three Studios that does that one or Take Ten? Something like that. So, uh, to me, Dirt like I've never been a huge player of the franchise. When it shows up on like free weekends, I try it or I'll demo it. I'm more of a Forza guy, so this one to me is just uh, if I can get it real cheap, I'll buy it. If not, I'll download it for free if it's available. Yeah, I'm, I'll just wait for it to go games with gold because that's I, I don't usually buy racing games. Um, I enjoy them for like little bursts of entertainment, but for the most part, it's not something that I, you know, I'm dying to to get. I think the only racing game that i completed fully was the uh forza horizon fast and the furious one and that was like a two-hour game yeah it was like three or four hours but yeah um that's the only one that i did because i was like okay this isn't too bad um but yeah like i i'll probably just either bargain bin it or pick it up when they put it free eventually because one thing's for sure racing games always eventually become free that's true <laughs> unless you're a playstation user then farming games become free well you know what i was thinking speaking of <laughs> speaking of that the other day um i i realized that farming simulator and um what's the other one that cities skyline yeah have both been regular games on playstation now so i literally got nothing new <laughs> for that's PlayStation so funny this year. yeah Except now you have the, the rights if you no longer subscribe to PlayStation Now. That's the only difference. That's true. Um, now for your first what-the-fuck moment. We see the trailer for... Um, well, they say it's gameplay, but I'm not sure how much gameplay really exists in this trailer. Um, for Scorn. It's 100% Xbox uh, Series X gameplay. That was part of the reveal. It doesn't look like it's going to have smart delivery. What a creepy ass looking game. You know what? It looked. It reminded me of uh, Alien. A little bit. Um, it it looked a lot like the alien ship and the aliens that they kind of interact with um, when they're on the planet or whatever it is. Uh, what is this? I have no clue. Uh, will I play it? Probably not, because it looks scary. Uh, but I'm, I might play it. I don't know. The uh, synopsis is a first-person horror adventure. Scorn aims to take you on a non-linear journey through several horrific realms. With a distinctly H.R. Greer-like aesthetic, 
each with their own story to unravel. Like, that head trying to burst through the chest? Like, whoa, for one. But two, I don't see what part of this is gameplay. Yeah, no, and did you see the nipples on that weird alien thing? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, there, there was no gameplay in that video. Um, it, I think it was more of a, a story trailer kind of thing. Also, can we take a, a moment to ident- like just acknowledge how bad some of the footage looks on this game? <laughs> like when he's trying to put the like lifeblood worm thing into the th- the mummy's mouth or whatever that was. Like the finger doesn't even look like it's touching it. And then like the thing that blows out of the head is pretty cool, but yeah. So I feel like this is more of a pre-rendered video um that they just kind of threw together. If you look on the Steam page for the game, there are some screenshots of what looks like actual in-game engine stuff like this guy's holding like you can see like this creepy hand holding some stuff that looks like some sort of weird alien weapon stuff and honestly that the graphics don't look like they're anything better than you you know like what we've seen in you know resident evil 2 or 3 remakes yeah um so i think this is again potentially another um case of this game was probably being developed for current generation systems, and then the developers got Ebb Software. Like, what have they done? They're the publisher, and yeah, this is the only game that they have on uh, Steam. But they were probably working on this for current generation and PC, and then got their hands on uh, the next gen dev kits, and then decided to push it to that. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's probably a, I'm not even interested. I know we don't have that ca- category, but again, like like you said, the game looks kind of scary. I don't really play video games to be scared. I also, like when I watch a trailer and I have literally no interest and in when I write my notes as what the fuck am I watching? I, I think that's pretty clear to me, like... It's not something that I'm probably going to go for. Yeah, I was actually pretty psyched when I originally thought that it was a a new Alien game. Uh, Because, like, the Alien game that came out, Alien Isolation, that Sega made, like, years ago, um, is actually really good. Um, And it it holds up. It looks great. Um, So I thought that this was going to be a game that was kind of focused more on the creators or whatever you know like an alien and uh i was excited for that and then when i was like okay this something's not right about here and then when the title was like scorn i'm like okay well no thanks like whatever (laughs) wait way to disappoint me game thanks yeah wasted of two minutes and 15 seconds of my life uh yeah i don't know It, it it you know what it reminds me of like those old you know, like you know, like the first person shooters, like when uh, Duke Nukem th- or not, yeah, Duke Nukem, 3D, Wolfenstein 3D came out, those kinds of things. It kind of looks reminds me of a game that you would think of with that, like that style. Like it looks like they're taking a game from way back then and just updating it. Yeah, or kind of like a weird, 
nod to Elder Scrolls, like when you're going through like the crypts and stuff. Yeah, but I think it's heavily influenced by Alien, though. Like, it, it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to to see it in action. Um, would I, would I buy it? Probably not full price. I'm not going to pre-order it. I might bargain bin it if the reviews were good. But again, it's like not really. Okay, here we go. And it says game and console development, in-game footage representative of expected Xbox Series X visual quality. So it's like, again, probably just a fully pre-rendered video. Double double rendered, super rendered. Yeah. Um, next game on our list, not not to uh, push you too far or push you too fast. Um, we're on chorus. When when I read the title originally, I was like Corvus. That looks weird. Corvus. Corvus, but it's actually chorus according to to chorus. Xbox. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a space shooter. I mean, I remember back in the day when that was super popular, like did Star Fox. Play, not Star Fox. Uh, did you play uh, Free? Is it Freescape or something like that? That and like Starlink came to mind. Also, um, No Man's Sky kind of had that like weird flight thing. Yeah, there was um, uh, there was a game back on like PC. Uh, that I played like crazy and it was like a space shooter kind of thing where you went and like you were a mercenary did some did some missions and stuff like that upgraded your ship and I know like th- I don't know I think this game will do well enough um, if there's a story <laughs> watching the footage like I understand that it is for Xbox and I do believe it's smart world or smart world smart delivery enabled but I remember looking at the trailer being like, it looks like something that would be played on a phone or a tablet. Like, the way the well, movement looked, it was very, like, to me anyways, with the, the the way the aircraft was moving. Some of it made me really think of, like, a tablet-type game. Um, let me just see. What was the, what's that big one that's out right now? I always forget it. I played a little bit, um... Like, are you talking like a, a shooter? Oh, Everspace. Have you played Everspace? I played a demo for it, but I didn't really get yeah, into it. Yeah, so it's kind of like the same idea as that. You know, it's like a an outdoors or in outer space flight sim shooter thing. Um, I feel like it's just kind of going to be similar to that. Uh, it's kind of hard to see. Who knows? You know, like this could... There's potential here that there could actually be like a story and a character that you could control outside of your ship. Can you imagine if they were to make like a like a sci-fi RPG with actually decent space dogfighting mechanics? That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. I don't know what this is because it's got like some girl with like weird face tattoos or something like that. Um, and, she um, has a name. It is Nara, and she is. Piloting our Senate Starfighter, Forsaken, on a journey to destroy the cult that created her. And she is haunted. So that is our second, like, horror-style build. Yeah, so are they building, 
creating this game as like a horror sci-fi space flight sim i don't know cool maybe there'll be like some aliens that like jump out of people's chests and stuff i don't know yeah like in the movie alien and maybe in scorn as well to me i'm very hopeful this title drops on game pass it it looks like something i would play if it was absolutely free Mm -hmm. i don't think i'd rush out to buy it but it definitely has some promise so I, I would I would anxiously await a review for this game. But the funny thing is, is that, well, this is coming in 2021. So, which is interesting because the Series X is releasing holiday 2020 this year, hopefully. Right? So this is not even going to be potentially a release title. And I know, like, the release window is, what, like six months? Yeah, so you, they'd have till effectively April, so the end of Q one. But still, that's uh, quite a long ways away from the launch of a title or a launch of a console. I don't know. I would uh, I would game pass that one, or bargain bin it. Uh, I'd agree. Um, the next title I'm a sucker for. It's unfortunate that I keep giving this mo- this company money. Um, it's Madden twenty one. I mean, it's going to be the first one that's available on the new console. Um, As most people know with Madden games, NHL games, and FIFA games, they're typically released a month to two months before their scheduled season begins. So you'll see this title in August regardless. Um, But you are supposed to see gameplay and engine improvements um, on the, the Series X. What that means, I'm not quite sure. But this will be one I'm definitely picking. Like I, I don't typically pre-order unless there's a really good pre-order bonus. Um, this is definitely one I'm going to pick up anyway, so I know smart delivery is going to be enabled on it. I'm assuming FIFA and NHL are going to follow suit. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, the funny thing is, during the video, I was watching it on YouTube, so there's like all the, the live comments, and when <laughs> the Madden one was going on, literally every comment was like, don't care, next, snore, seriously, like... It was just kind of funny because everyone knows that Madden, NHL, NFL, NBA, you know, cricket, NASCAR, all of those things are going to be coming on the Xbox Series X and the PS5. Yeah. Why are they wasting time in these video, like in these kind of reveal things to show that? You know, like we know it's coming. They're, they're not showing anything new you know what i mean like okay sure like maybe some lighting changes and oh the fabrics move more realistically on the players and uh, they have the 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 uh audience members you know they, their hair now blows in the wind like whatever they're just hyping a game that we all know is going to come the same people are going to buy it and then they're going to buy the same game next year and the same game the year after. How many times have you bought Madden? Um, I didn't buy last... The last one I bought was two years ago, and I bought it at the Super Bowl. I took a few years off, but I have EA Pass, right? So I pay for the year on that, so I get right. it for free anyways. Um, this one I'll probably buy at launch solely because of the features. Because you're a sucker. Yes, but I'll <laughs> also... and I, Like I've said this to some Madden fans as well. There are two out of the like the major sports franchises that do single player correctly um i really enjoy the story modes 
of the Madden games. I mean, there was one that I was kind of pissed off with because even if you do it perfect, you get drafted at the end of the draft, which mm-hmm. pisses me off. Spoiler alert. But there's other ones where, like, you do everything you have to do to to kind of continue on, and you, like, you can get drafted at different parts. You can like demand trades and stuff. I really also like Madden because I'm a football fan. So like, I'll buy NHL and Madden almost yearly, or like NHL I'll buy yearly. Madden is typically bi yearly, mm-hmm. and then with baseball I buy it every two years, or if like a good Blue Jays on the cover or something. So there's always that. Um, but for me, yeah, that like this one's a, a my first knock out of the park. One that I know I'm going to buy, which sounds super sad, but like I already knew. Like it penciled in last year. So like I already know there's some titles wow. I'll always buy. And like I even take breaks on Call of Duty, but there's typically NHL, Madden, and Call of Duty I'll buy every year. I am not like that at all. Well, I, and- bought, I bought uh, MLB about the show 2018. I got a great deal on that, and I've had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, I thought about buying 19 because uh, I found it on deal, but I'm like, eh, you know what? It's nah. And then is 20 out yet? Yeah, and apparently it's doing really well. Yeah, because the pandemic's helping it. Like yeah. I, I've went into Walmart a few times to try and buy it, and like I've tried to order it from Best Buy, and neither have had it. See, like I, I would pick up 20 if I could find it for like a good price, but um, it's just like one of those things that. I don't play it as often. I, I'm not, like, up on all the sports as much as other people. So it's, like, I know a few players and stuff like that. But I just I enjoy watching it, you know, more than following the everyday situations of each other, like, of all the players. Yeah, I, I right? see this so. to be true when it comes to these kind of games, too. It's, like, educational. If you're playing a game, you're learning players' names that you might not know. So it's kind of cool as well. Um, but... I won't talk too much about a game we know <laughs> um, and everybody knows well. I will talk about Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. This might have been my favorite trailer. And why is that? It was so fun. I mean, it was creepy as hell, but it was fun. I didn't, I've never played the vampire games, so I didn't recognize the title. The animation reminded me a lot of um, like the Batman games. Not the Telltale. Who makes... um, WB? Yeah. WB actually makes those games? Yeah. Fuck me, am I right? Um, it, The animation really reminded me of, like, if... I guess Warner Brothers and... No, Rocksteady makes those games. Oh, yeah. Sorry, WB is, like, the pub- publisher. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, Like, if Rocksteady and Ubisoft had a baby, this game would be it. It looked... Like, I mean, it was creepy. Don Shane was playing. He had that really creepy dance around, like, the dead bodies in the Christmas tree. I don't know why I got excited about this game, but it looked fun. It looked dirty. It looked, like, gritty. It's, um... The synopsis is a cult classic RPG that takes you to Seattle's underworld. You choose to join one of several warring vampire clans. It's smart delivery enabled. I definitely am going to look at reviews for this thing. But it looked fun, and I think that to me was kind of cool. Like so, um, the the beginning of this trailer though, that's all like a pre-rendered thing. So like, that's, I'm I'm. It looks like it at least. I mean, yeah. Um, 
did you ever play like the first Vampire Masquerade? No, no, I just said I didn't. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> the, the the vampire vampire the masquerade has been this is a long running series um it's based off of a tabletop game that came out in like 91 um and i know that there was uh bloodlines the first bloodlines came out in 2004 and it was like a um they used like the steam engine like the Half-Life 2 engine or whatever. Um, and I remember playing that one, and it was... Uh, it's a it's a pretty good game. So the fact that they are doing a, a sequel, like, almost, what, like 15 years later? Um, I feel like they have have had a lot of time to kind of learn and implement new things, right? So... I'm excited for this one. Um, the f- the first one was, I, I spent many 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 hours playing it. It was cool, you know, coming to vampire, figuring out like which vampire clan you want to be aligned with. Uh, yeah, like it was it was pretty cool. But um, I don't know, like th- it's one of those things. Like I feel like again, this is a game. It's been in development for a while. I think we're not necessarily going to see huge differences between the Xbox X version and, or the Xbox one X version and the series X. I think it's going to look pretty much the same. I don't know. It'll be fun. Yeah. It looked, it looked fun. I love the whole like snapping and dancing and kind of like the vibe of the, like you could tell a lot of it was pre-rendered. Some of the gameplay, though, definitely looked like some some of the the jagged movements that you saw were definitely not rendered. They were definitely played with a controller or a keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Which which made me feel better about the title. Um, but like even the streets kind of had like that, like grungy Ubisoft feel to it. So yeah, I re- I really liked the way that one looked. It's very atmospheric, that's for sure, and I think they. Uh, they did a good job. Like this, this could potentially be a very uh, worthwhile sequel to actually one of my favorite games from the early two thousands. So, and I think there's a lot of people that are looking forward to this one as well, though. So, where where do you feel it's going to land in the um, in your your raking? I would definitely have it on. Like waiting for reviews, I will definitely. I don't think I'll let it hit a bargain bin because I really want to play it, but it's not quite a pre-order for me. Yeah, see, I'm I'm not in the bargain bin, but I'm I'm more of a wait for review, see how it how it plays because um, it it could be just a very lackluster type of game, but we don't know. I definitely wouldn't pre-order it though. Um, next up, we had Call of the Sea. Did. Uh, another smart delivery game, which is great, except for the fact that I feel like we've possibly been entrapped in seeing what it looks like on the Xbox One X, not the Series X. Uh, my immediate thought when I watched the trailer was, are we getting another Bioshock game? Felt very Bioshock-ish. Um, and then you see kind of 
it gets into the more um, open areas with water, and then you're like, oh my god, this looks like Sea of Thieves. Like the water's really, really yeah. bright and brilliant. Um, so like, I, I guess that would be the hybrid I'm kind of looking at for those two games, but it definitely looks like it's going to be a beautiful game, whether or not it's mainly cinematics or not. Yeah. Um, it almost looks like it's kind of like a hybrid between like a Tomb Raider, um, and a point and click adventure. Yeah. It looks very linear. It does not look open world at yeah, all. No cool though like, like a I, lot of puzzles and and that's the thing i don't mind those games where it's like okay i'm, I'm following a story uh it's light on combat sure i enjoy you know solving puzzles and and investigations and stuff like that i think this could be a good example or a good game to kind of show off um new technologies that the series x can implement you know like lighting and volumetric shadows and all that stuff like um which is why I was bummed. The moment I saw smart delivery enabled on it, which I think most listeners have picked up on pretty early in the situation, or sorry, in the presentation, you knew going into it, you didn't know what you were watching. You didn't know whether or not you were seeing 1X or Series X gameplay. And like the, the print is so small on this one that you can't really tell what it is. It's a representative of what it could look like. But your your like spidey gaming senses get a little bit intrigued when you see that water. After Sea of Thieves, yeah. I've never been more interested in water in games in my entire life. Because that game, unless I'm wrong, has perfected water, both physics and just the appearance of water in general. Well, I would say that it it may it perfected open water, not necessarily creeks or stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, with a lot of games, like, if you even look at more PlayStation-centric titles like God of War or The Last of Us, and you're, like, running through, like, small areas with creeks and stuff, yeah. a lot of it's just over-rendered, like, ripples and waves to make you not see the water. So they just make it super sparkly. That's true. And then it's just, like, everything kind of runs into rocks and stuff. I use those two games as an example because they're prime games that kind of, like, depend on scenics to or like scenery to take away from some of their drier parts of their games right um like i know i can't remember you've played the the latest god of war uh yes so like i would say 40 percent of that game is pretty boring because you're just walking through cutscenes because there's yeah. no loads yeah so that's like especially when you're unlocking the um the statue of Thor, right? And like the water's all like ripply and wavy and then it like splashes out and you see all the splash comes towards you. That's just the game re-rendering itself. And I don't know. I think I think Sony's very smart at how they develop water in certain games versus mm-hmm. others for their like standalone titles. But a lot of these cross-platform ones have to work with both. So this is, this is also intriguing to me as to see how the PlayStation 5 is going to render that exact same waterfall. Yeah, very very interesting. I think for this one though, it's uh, I, it, it's kind of borderline wait for reviews and bargain bin, um, because we still don't really know what type of game this is. All we know is it's the first person adventure game that's set in the nineteen thirties. Yeah, and when when even the description is like one line, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. 
like don't get me wrong for the first few seconds of that trailer when i thought it was bioshock i was pumped because like oh there's a photo it's an old photo oh my god we're getting a bioshock oh it's not bioshock because you know how like they open their trailers right um it's a bargain bin for me i don't think i'll wait for the review as i said it's another one where i would like to try it if it's free but if i can get it at a cheap cost to to bump up the library by one game sure um next game we have on the list is the ascent didn't this one look fun yeah um that's exactly how I feel. Like, to be honest, the the way you watch the trailer, you see, like, all these incredibly beautiful cinematics. And you're like, oh, my God, this game is going to be, like, some open world, like, cyberpunk competitor. And then you see, like, there's a, there's a pan down shot early in the trailer where you kind of are reminded of um, the outer worlds and fallout, kind of the way... Um, the Brotherhood of Steel kind of has that, um, like, they're, like, really grungy bases. So you're yeah. like, oh, my God, this game looks cool. It's going to be first or third person. And then you see it's a top-down RPG. Well, it's, like, more, yeah, top-down action RPG type thing, which which could work. Um, I know that there is a market for those. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the twin-stick shooters. Um, but I don't know, like, if this is, like, like a Diablo competitor, I feel like it could do well because it takes place in a completely different kind of universe. Um, there's so much that they can do with this kind of style, right? Like all futuristic and everything. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like this one, though, might be a wait for reviews for me. Uh, it looks fun, but I, I hope that it's not something that you need to have a group of, you know, four people to play with. Yeah, to make just, yourself just, better or stronger. Just to really evo- in, enjoy it, yeah. Um, I don't know, like, I, I have that very unique pause to it because it looks fun, it looks cool. I know it's not like a Command and Conquer, Halo Wars, Gears Tactics style. It does look very Diablo, but just in a different kind of like cyberpunky world. Um, for me, it's another like it's a wait for review. I don't play a lot of games like this. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance is a very good kind of segue to it, but that one you're using characters you're familiar with. So when you're playing, as you said, two stick shooters. Um, you're okay with the clunkiness of the controllers because they're characters that you love. Like you can somehow mentally warp your head around it. And even like when you're playing Diablo on console versus like point and click, you can wrap your head around it because you're like, Oh, this is Diablo. I know this is, is fine. It's just going to take a little bit to get used to. Was there also a resident evil game kind of like this? Or am uh, I imagining? I don't remember. Um, but I like, it that, does like... look pretty like, it doesn't look very primitive. So I think that's really cool too. Like it doesn't, it looks like you can kind of move freely. You don't have to like, once you pass something, you don't have to walk backwards, but it also looks really impossible to play. So that's kind of the other yeah. thing. So like my big thing with like the twin six shooters like this is that they require it. Like they require precision with your aiming. Um, and I'm not always the greatest at that. So um, I find that like games like Diablo, Diablo three is a prime example. Um, on the console they've like really you can have a melee character 
and all you have to do is kind of just hack, you know, button mash, and you're hitting you're hitting people right in your area. Um, so like with twin stick shooters like this, I don't know unless they have some sort of like aim assist type thing. I don't know. I might bargain bin this one. It it might be a fun, you know, weekend game. Yeah. The um the last thing I'll say about this one before we move on to the next game is. I caught a little bit of the live presentation IGN did with this game. And they have it on YouTube as well, but they have like 12 minutes of the game using a next-gen console. So they've got a dev kit, um, and they've been playing like perfectly normal-looking gameplay. Um, It does look kind of enticing that way, but they all played it single-player, so I have no idea what the... uh, that the the gameplay multiplayer would even look like or yeah. be perceived to be, and uh, and I've noticed that a lot of these games haven't shown and like this is probably the one game that has shown a substantial amount of uh, in game footage, um, but it also says that this is uh, alpha footage, so that's definitely going to change. Um, but then um, it would have been interesting to see some multiplayer as well. Yeah, but if again, we could be so know. lucky, right? Yeah. Um, next up is The Medium. This was another one that kind of had me all over the place. It looks like it's a specialized psychological horror. Yeah. Um, again, this trailer, all pre-rendered. So, like, no actual gameplay stuff. It's hard to... It's, it's hard to say what this game's going to be like um but hey they they have the soundtrack or the sound artist whatever composers from silent hill (laughs) yeah like literally silent hill and quantum break were the two games that came to mind and they tell you right away at silent hill um but it has that kind of like gritty feeling to it this one's a big reviewer one for me. If it yeah. if it tanks, I have no interest. If it's interesting, I'll have some interest. But like the review will let me know whether or not I like it or not. It's it's kind of cool how apparently you know you'll be able to go from literally one world directly into another one. Um, but like I said before, this whole video is pre-rendered, so it's impossible to see how the game. Well, like near the end, I guess there's some some footage but it's really impossible to see how the game actually is going to be yeah the running was very boxy like um outlast or um, the other one that kind of reminded me with the character movements was like when you see her running on the bridge is how they run in um friday the 13th or yeah the yeah yeah you know what game i'm talking about like the, the jason Voorhees one yeah so I don't know it's it's to me like it's going to be very dependent on reviews i don't yeah i probably won't play it unless i get it really cheap um the next game we have up here is scarlet nexus this wasn't this one kind of made me feel a bunch of different things because i didn't know really what i was like like you know me in my like jap rpg type games but god did it look crisp yeah, at first I was like, what the hell is this thing? Like, uh, But it, it does look interesting. I know that um, 
the the, the kind of hack and slash beat 'em ups are always very popular. Um, but it's hard to say. Like I don't know anything really about this type of like like this game, right? Um, Except plants will attack you. That's yeah, really what I got out of it. The, the enemies look like the the character design and the enemy designs look really cool. Um, the the main characters, like yes, it is like very, you know, Japanese stylized. You know, with like the the main character designs, like they look like anime characters, but they're not like hardcore looking, you know, like some other games, right? Like, so I don't know. I I feel like this one, I'll probably bargain bin it though. I like the hack and slash ones, but it's got to have kind of like the right mix of a little bit of everything for me to really enjoy it, you know. Um, yeah, I, I would say like this, it, it looks cool. But again, this is, it's the, the graphics, like the stylization, it's another smart delivery game. So clearly this is going to be a game that is first and foremost made for Xbox One X. You know, and then updated to, you know, have maybe higher frame rate on the Series X. To me, it screams a game that's going to do very well on PlayStation. I don't know. I just yeah. ha- I have this, re- like this, you know, your first impression is always what you should go with. And I just feel like if I had the choice of getting it on PlayStation or Xbox, I would probably buy it on a PS4. Just, <laughs> just seems like the type of game. And you know what? I actually find that the I prefer using the PlayStation controller for uh, games that require you know like hack and slash controls and and quick button mashing, just because I find that the PlayStation controller the buttons have they're less resistance than the Xbox controller. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the new PlayStation controller might in, enable or disable your ability to feel that way. Because you're using a robot's face, but yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll see. Um, next up on the list is my second what the fuck moment of the entire presentation, and not in a good way. Um, second extinction, um, reclaim Earth looked like the most boring minute and a half trailer I think I've watched. Really? Yeah, I did not have interest in it at all. You don't like dinosaurs? I like dinosaurs, but like. Turok was cool, where he had to like hunt the dinosaurs and fight the dinosaurs. Like, there's a literal cutscene of him running in the middle of dinosaurs and then stopping to shoot them. Like, they just ran by him. They weren't interested until he pulled the gun on them. I don't know. It just you're being really nitpicky about this one. I am, but it just does not look like something that I would find fun. You don't want to kill dinosaurs. I mean, that these also look like very scary dinosaurs. Like, yeah, not well, the Jurassic Park are... kind. Yeah, like they, these are. I don't know. This game looks cool, but I I'm, I get the kind of uh, Left for Dead vibe, you know, the four player, multiplayer shooter, um, but instead of zombies, it's dinosaurs. Which you know what, I'm all down for. If I can... they might as well be zombies because it says mutant dinosaurs in the description on That's their website. True. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty excited for this one, um, but at the same time, um, if if we remember anything about previous four player co-op online shooters that have come out in the past uh womp, womp. unless it's yeah <laughs> i i would i would definitely wait for reviews but i could see myself getting this game uh, fairly early on see but that also at the same time if it's if all it is is just four player like if it's just maps where you just go and 
fighting waves of dinosaurs. Um, I could see this one becoming a bargain bin game fairly quickly. Yeah. So to be honest, one of my notes on my original paper before I rewrote everything out was, I don't like this game. David will convince me to buy it. <laughs> Probably. And you know what? It's going to happen. But and you guys heard it here. Sean is pre-ordering Second Extinction. No, not pre-ordering. Like, sure, if it turns out to be a fun shooter, like it also does have the the premise that it could be a, a looter shooter style, but there won't be any PvP. So, like, if you're just looting out there trying to like kill dinosaurs and make your way through, if it somehow had a Turok or a Destiny engine behind it, sure. But Turok, I loved the idea of like you had to like discover like the secret to the island and fight bad guys and hunt dinosaurs and turn dinosaurs into things that was fucking cool this just literally looked like doom like left for dead is a good example but this literally looked like zoom or doom but they took out all the demons and put in mutant dinosaurs and instead of lava pits it was in the hills of jurassic park I just, I'm sorry. It's like to me, it just seems like such a stupid concept for a game. It's a, it's a uh, three-player co-op shooter. I oh, can't even have four friends. That's stupid too. You know what? You know how hard it is to get four friends to have the same game. I don't know. I've been playing Warzone every night for the last two weeks with the same four people. Yeah, yeah, but wait until they stop playing that game. Then I'll stop playing that game and I'll play Ex- other games. Yeah. Anyways, what I'm saying though is. It's a, a unique take. I think by having it as a three-player co-op, it makes it uh, more accessible to being able to play a game with a full party of people or friends, right? Um, but yeah, if there's like some sort of story or whatnot, I think it would be interesting. But from the looks of what we saw of the uh, gameplay trailer, um, it's just going to be a, you know, like a, a survival, you know, wave one through four fight the dinosaurs but i don't know it looks cool i think it'll be fun well as, as long as you're happy it could uh, lead to bigger and better things right like it could lead to uh uh well like look at um titanfall for example right when that game launched it was online only it was multiplayer only sorry um and then the second game came out and they added a campaign right so if this game does well enough and if they um if if there is no campaign, for example, um, and it does well enough, then maybe the developers, when they make a second extension part two, so that would be the third ex- extinction, sorry, um, they might add a, a campaign. and We might get like a, a successor to Turok, which would be cool. Like, who knows? We might, we might see something bigger come from it. There's no real information on the game either, which is good because we might see more of it in july which we'll talk about in a moment um th- for me this is a bargain bin because i know eventually i'm going to end up playing it or trying yeah, it but yeah, i just i can't see me rushing like i mean depending on how covid ruins more things like i don't think you're going to see midnight launches ever again or for a very long time and we were talking about that already so this is just another nail in that coffin yeah and and you know and it's not a madden 27 game so you're definitely not gonna buy it on day one i mean to be honest the only games i ever buy on day one for sure are nhl like because cod i take breaks and i take breaks on madden but i I just i love hockey so much that i want to have that game i want to by september i get like bored and i want to do like be a gm mode and make Mm -hmm. my own team and changes before the season starts that's a whole thing Mm -hmm. 
Um, next up is a game that probably wet your whistle a little bit. Um, we got another Yakuza game. Like a Dragon. This is the seventh mainline Yakuza game. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I actually wasn't aware that this one was coming out on the uh, Xbox, but it's it's not. Ne- it's it's. I probably just f- forgot about it. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It didn't really come to a surprise. Like it's cool. Um, I thought it was a completely different Yakuza game, other than the seventh one. But um, no, I I don't know the Yakuza games. What what. You play the you play one of them and then you want to play the next one like they're 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 great crime dramas. Um, I know this one has taken kind of a left turn off the main highway and uh, is now going in opposite traffic direction because they switched from a um, beat 'em up style combat system to a RPG like a turn based RPG style, which might make it more appealing to some people. Um, but at the same time, it kind of, the whole Yakuza series have always been about completely and utterly destroying other people. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I've no doubt that this game was going to come out on this system or like at least on next gen. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get it. Uh, the Yakuza series even though I haven't played all of them, I own all of them. Because it was people like me that have made games like Yakuza, like a dragon, come out in the West. Yeah, have, you ever played, have you played the Yakuza games? I played a few when I had the PS2. Yeah, so like Yakuza 1 and 2, uh, they redid those ones on the PS4. Uh, and I think it's on. I think they're coming out on uh, Xbox as well. Um, the, the the only thing is like that all the new ones they're not dubbed like they're all Japanese dialogue with subtitles so if you can't watch or play a game with you know fairly long cutscenes that are in a different language uh, you know it's not for everyone but honestly like the stories once you get into them they are they're really really good yeah they um they remind me, like, I remember the oversaturation in PS2 and PS3 where it was like Yakuza, Hitman, Assassin's Creed to some extent, uh, Blood Rain. There was just a bunch of games that just kept coming out so quickly. Not like Grand Theft Auto, but like, they became mainstays and it just was something that never interested me. I was also, I guess in PS2 days, I wasn't nearly as restricted as I was when I had the GameCube. Like, PS2 was the first home console I bought on my own, and I had like a little bit more freedom with the games I was purchasing. So these kind of games did appeal to me. But the the one game that I think took its like if I had the choice between Yakuza or True Crime back in the day, it was True Crime, and I liked those a little bit more because it was like that gritty, dirty cop versus like like the actual gang of the Yakuza. So like I mean, yeah. um, but what the was thing, the other one that was like that? Max Payne kind of had a Yakuza. Like it just kept releasing games. Yeah, see, and the thing is, is like, and I think that's what kind of um, put the Yakuza series on the wayside for a lot of people is that they didn't really understand what kind of game it was. You know, um, it it's very, there is a lot of, you know, Japanese culture intertwined into the game, um, but it's it's a, actually quite a serious crime drama series. Um, and as, as 
boring as that can sound, they actually do a really good job at making it interesting. You know, like every character is so like there's so many layers to each character. Uh, they are all appealing in some way or another. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see how uh, Yakuza Seven is. I'm definitely going to get that when it releases, just for it to sit on my shelf for a few years until I catch up. But uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I, like uh, it would be definitely one where I would try it. I haven't played the last few iterations, so it's not like something I'm jumping up and down to get to play. But I would definitely play it if the opportunity presented itself. Not like this last game we're going to talk about. And boy, did it upset a lot of people. Like, I mean more than Madden. It upset people. Just like for it being part of the show slash why did... Why did we have to look at this Ubisoft game the way that we did, knowing full well that you did not even show us a millisecond of gameplay footage? That, of course, I'm talking about a crass uh, and seed. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I knew that was going to happen. Knocking yeah. thoughts. So this, this was funny because they, sh- they showed the reveal trailer not too long ago, and that was all pre-rendered. And then they hyped this up saying, like, a gameplay reveal or gameplay trailer. And literally, there's no gameplay in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, just, just to jump on that before you get into the, the gritty part about it, they did that thing that companies do to get you to watch an entire show. They were like, we have exclusive Assassin's Creed footage gameplay footage and then they made you watch to the very freaking end and it was just like the biggest letdown because it didn't like it sure it looks cool but what else can you say about it most of these look like they are you know some cutscenes and and did did you play assassin's creed odyssey i started it but i never actually got around to playing more that, that game is amazing it's actually one of my favorite assassin's creed games because they with um uh, Origins and that one, they kind of revamp the entire Assassin's Creed um, system. Like it, they turn it into more of an open world RPG type thing, but with the uh, core, you know, Assassin's Creed mechanics. Um, this one, if you if you recall anything that happened in uh, from what you played in Odyssey. The in-game graphics are very good, um, and a lot of the times, like the the dialogue and the scenes in there, look as good as they could, like almost as if they could be like a pre-rendered cutscene, right? Um, so I think that's where the problem with this trailer comes in, is that sure some of the stuff might be gameplay footage, but the way it's cut, you don't really get to see much of it. Like everything changes after you know like two seconds or two or three seconds. Um, and you don't actually get to see any game play. Uh, this is literally, they could have showed this as their reveal trailer and it would have done the same job as their reveal trailer. You know, like you're not seeing much of the game. You're just seeing a little bit. Well, did you notice the the trailer was also renamed? So Microsoft in the presentation had it as a game trailer or a gameplay trailer reveal and now it's considered a game engine reveal 
which was interesting to me that they would they would change that off that backlash so so quickly um i understand that assassin's creed is going to be a huge title i also understand that it's going to be one of the last triple a games released on this generation aside from cyberpunk unless it gets delayed till november which is very possible because video games and covid and the fact that just people can't be working on things as well as they can but what was frustrating for a lot of players and then microsoft had the I would say the audacity to have a developer on right after to talk about it and show show more footage that was also not gameplay was just people felt ripped off. And I think um, when we close this conversation in a few moments, what I took from like Assassin's Creed is a pre-order for so many people. Like for me, it's a like I'll play it after a review. I almost typically never buy an Assassin's Creed game until like Boxing Day or Christmas the following year when I can get it for like $40. And that's just the way I play them. I don't need to play Assassin's Creed the day it comes out. Yeah. I need to play Fallout the day it comes out if another one ever happens. That's not terrible. But <laughs> with 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 Assassin's Creed, I know I'm not going to play it till 2021. I'm not worried whatsoever. But what's disheartening about this reveal over a lot of the other reveals that we saw... Because not only was it, like, the AAA third... Like, it was definitely the biggest game we saw. It was... Yeah, I, I'd say that's, like, the 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 one game that everyone was expecting to see. And we saw it in Xbox One footage. We saw perceived Xbox Series X footage. Yeah. Um, they could show this exact same trailer, and Sony probably will, for their reveal. And that's what kind of And the funny thing is, is, I think Sony, like, if anything, Sony can take from this and be like, okay, we actually need to show gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ubisoft, give us something. Um, kind of like what you were saying, you know, you're not going to play this game right when it comes out. I've never been like that for Assassin's Creed games. Um, I actually ended up getting Assassin's Creed Odyssey for... It was like 25 bucks at Costco. And this was like three months after the game came out. And I have no idea why they had it at that price, but I got it there. And then I ended up buying the season's pass um, when it went on sale for like 20 bucks. So, you know, like that was totally worth it. And I only had to wait like three or four months to play it. Um, but like with this one, it, it's going to be the same thing. And that's the thing. Th- that was the reason why the assassin's creed or why ubisoft took a break from making the assassin's creed games for a while right because they, they had to kind of re-implement and reinvent the game um because they got into the same every year a new one comes out and it's the same game you know um my concern is that now well, like where are they going to go next <laughs> they're going to do a they're going to pull an activision and go futuristic next i think so Assassin's Creed 2032. No, I, I think they'll go for something really like out there like 2050 or 2075. Yeah. But like, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And it'll be based off information we learned from Cyberpunk, I think. With that being said, I'm going to be, as always, uh, wait for the review or bargain bin. I never pay full price for an Assassin's Creed game, nor will I ever. I mean, full price is whatever I pay for it, but it's not seventy nine ninety nine. So I guess I kind of win. You're not gonna pay launch price. 
Yeah, I paid not launch price. Yeah. Um, so Unless with that, it's a Madden game. <laughs> with that being said, oh yeah, I'll definitely buy Madden this year. Yeah, I know. Um, we want to know games that you guys liked, games that you didn't like, games that confuse you. Um, just games in general that you want to see. I, I do believe Microsoft has heard our complaints, not necessarily mine and David's, but ours is a, a community. And the July presentation with first party games and some of their, um, they call it their their meaty titles or the, the bigger ones that are going to help you purchase the console, both third party and first party. I think you're going to see more gameplay. I think they showed off these games now to give you guys to give everyone really a taste because there will be no e3 so they kind of soften the blow by giving us something in may and then something in july and yeah that 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 i'm okay with i i i think they also had a slight misstep reading the room by showing everybody only horror titles or 50 percent horror or psychological thriller titles in the middle of a pandemic but, I mean, it would have been so on the nose if they released, like, a Division 2.5 expansion pack <laughs> and showed everybody it. Mm-hmm. Because that would have just been funny. Um, is there anything you want to add? Uh, did you know that Rainbow Six Siege is going to be a PS5 and Xbox Series X launch title as well? Are they remastering it? It's just going to be a, uh, like, a enhanced version. It's going to have cross-play between PS4 and Xbox One, right? Like, cross-generation. But not cross-play between systems, if that makes sense, right? Like, uh, PS5 players can play with PS4 players. Series X players can play with Xbox One players. Um, But, yeah, that's news. That's excellent news. That means Ubisoft's trying to really make sure they keep that player base going forward. Yeah. Uh, which is good, right? And I think that's what needs to, to happen with with a lot of these games. I know that uh, Battlefield 6 is in the works. Uh, EA has, or yeah, EA and DICE have uh, essentially stopped working on making content for Battlefront 2. Uh, we don't know if that's specifically because they're working on another Star Wars game or if they're taking that dev team and putting them towards Battlefield 6 because 5 kind of released to lackluster reviews um and battlefield one like has a a player base but it's not the greatest yeah and i i I think i think we might see things like this happen more you know where there's a a good player base on current gen systems but then these developers want to release their game on the next gen systems but how do you keep your fans or your players happy without alienating them and that would be you know either releasing the free upgrades or cross-generation uh gameplay but time will tell that 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 is the 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 question that requires the most answering as like what is what's the plan what's the play and where are we going to go from there yeah um, but that is it for this one. We thank you very much for listening. If you liked what we're talking about, please listen anywhere that you can catch a podcast. If you have any questions, shoot them, shoot us a message on Instagram or Facebook. We'll be happy to answer. Um, we will be releasing, uh, I know we talked about this, but we can reveal it. We will be re- releasing a survey 
very soon for games you want to see next gen, um, either ports or just new ideas. And we're, we're really interested to see what the gaming community thinks of that. So we're really yeah. excited for that. And that is all for us, unless you have anything else. Uh, no, I got nothing. <laughs> well, then that, <laughs> that is it. We're talked out. We'll catch you later, guys. <laughs>